Well, hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a PYP Teacher. I'm Lou Gerlach from Think Chat, and today we're exploring our fabulous um, transdisciplinary challenge number four. We are going to look at transdisciplinary learning across the school. This is episode 42, and we only have one more to go before we're completing the challenge, so stay with us. Today we're going to focus in on changing the lens in our planning. When we're trying to make transdisciplinary connections, I have found that many of us leave out the specialist teachers. Those are going to be our art teachers, PE, our computer or ICT teachers, STEM lab teacher, and then we have our supporting teachers who are our English as a second language or an additional language educators, as well as our special needs or gifted and talented. These teachers are often left out in the process. And when I'm thinking about transdisciplinary learning and what that word transdisciplinary means, is that it's learning across all disciplines. So we should be incorporating everyone into the planning process, not just our content from the homeroom classroom perspective. So how do we do this authentically? If you proceed to the task that we're about to go into, and it's difficult for you, consider going back to confession number 41 for some practical ideas to jumpstart your thinking. Our goal is to become better, but to be honest, it may take more than this 20 minute allotment. You may need to do this task over a two-week period, and that's okay, because it's here for you whenever you want to pick up the next episode. So this week's task is we're going to look deeper into your program by zooming into a single unit of inquiry. I want you to choose a unit that your team has already agreed upon that there needs to be some changes made to make it deeper and richer. This way, you'll receive less resistance from your team when presenting proposed changes. The ideal thing is that your team would listen to this episode and work through it together. But if you're working in it by yourself and proposing changes, this will at least remove some obstacles for you. What if you're in a new school and you're like, man, I want to make it more transdisciplinary. I know a little bit, but I want to make it deeper, but we don't yet have some units. That's okay. You can look quite easily on the internet, look for PYP sample unit planner. If you're not finding one or you're having some difficulties, you know, finding one that fits uh, what you're wanting to do, just email me at thinkchat2020 at gmail.com and I'll gladly work with you to give you a sample unit planner. All right, so let's zoom into this process. The first thing we're going to focus in on is that central idea. The central idea, as we know, is the most important, I think it's the most important part of the unit because it anchors everything we're doing. And so if that central idea is limited, it's going to limit the scope and the connection that anybody outside the homeroom teacher is going to be able to connect to. So let's try to answer and assess our central ideas according to these three questions. So thinking of your central idea, is it specific to a subject area that I am teaching? 
Is it solely driven by content standards or guidelines? Is it limited in scope? So here's an example of a central idea that may be solely driven by our content and have limited scope, which makes it difficult for a specialist or supporting teacher to connect to, which makes sense, right? So here's the central idea. Migration initiates change. The one thing about this uh, central idea, it is a little bit short. It also, it's all about migration. Migration can be explored through the migration of humankind in social studies, but it also can be explored through migration in science, through migration of animals, right? But that's about it. How are you going to apply migration to mathematics even? Just within your own content area. So we have concepts in this central idea, which is wonderful. But even though we have concepts, it does limit the scope for outside teachers, to teachers that are outside of your homeroom. So how do we correct this? We're just going to change a few concepts and possibly the verb, and it'll make a huge difference. I personally would have expanded on the central idea I'm going to share with you, but I wanted to just show you quickly how you could change it. So here's my altered. Remember, the first one is migration initiates change. My change one is movement can bring about change. Totally different. Because now the focus is change and movement. And movement, yes, movement occurs, but it doesn't always change things, right? So that's why I put can. And you might be able to debate that. Um, but uh, it's all about perspective. So now the scope of the central idea is broader. So you can connect more easily. Now I'm going to take that central idea of movement can bring about change and figure out how I'm going to connect it with the different subject areas. So in PE, different moves in a game can change the outcome. Movement and change. Those are our two concepts, right? So English language development. Moving letters in a word creates a change in sound. Music. Using a variety of rhythm patterns can create movement in music. Dance. Changes in choreography impacts the feeling of the performance. Or maybe even, you know, the message of the performance. Visual arts. Using shapes and lighting can create movement. See how much easier it is for the specialists and supporting teachers to connect with that central idea based on movement rather than migration. Because what would happen if we kept it at migration, then all of these teachers would have had to adapt their content to migration and do a painting on migration rather than movement. So there are many more ways that we can connect just by making a simple switch from migration to movement. So now let's delve into your lines of inquiry. Look at your lines of inquiry. Remember, they're that knowing and doing part of your unit to help you understand the central idea and determine if they're equally conceptual and broad. We're going to apply those same questions we use with the central idea. Are they specific to a subject area that I am teaching? Are they solely driven by my content standards or guidelines? Are they limited in scope? 
So here's some examples of lines of inquiry that may be solely driven by our content and have limited scope, which makes it difficult for specialists and supporting teachers to connect. Once again, there's going to be concepts in here, and it's going to sound great, but it's going to be still connected with content that is, you know, driven by content standards. So the ways societal networks affect personal journeys, how adaption leads us to certain destinations, how the interconnectedness of the world affects individuals. Now, I'm not, these are actual central, uh, sorry, lines of inquiry from my planning documents. I think they're great, but now that I've had some time away from them, I'm thinking, well, this still kind of limits. And so how can I make these examples to be more conceptual? So here I go. Relationships and events affect personal journeys. Relationships and events affect personal journeys. I could be talking about relationships, why relationships are so important in developing the team journey to playing a sport. I can talk about why are relationships or what are the relationships between numbers, right? I don't have to do the personal journey part. How do relationships and events, does that make sense? I might get rid of the personal journeys part in this. I might say um, how um, relationships and, ooh, I'm coming up with different, a uh, different one right now that I like that I'm going to change. This is the process, right? Relationships and events affect outcomes. Ooh, now that's more conceptual. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, adaptation creates opportunity for growth. Interconnectedness often shapes identity. Notice these are all conceptual. Even in my process of creating this podcast and sharing it with you, I altered it right when I was thinking like, mm, that personal journey is still going to limit, you know, what we can do in certain contexts. So once again, here are my lines of inquiry that are conceptual. Relationships and events affect outcomes. Adaptation creates opportunity for growth. Interconnectedness sorry, I cannot say that word, interconnectedness can often shapes identity. So these lines of inquiry are a bit more broad. So our specialists and support teachers are able to make deeper connections to their content. The process does take time in a quiet space with your team to make these changes, but it's possible. As always, feel free to post your ideas on Twitter, at ThinkChat2020 or LinkedIn at Lou Gerlach, L-U-G-E-R-L-A-C-H. I'm going to create a message where you can tag your response. Remember, this is a process. Ooh, I don't make it easy, do I? Um, <laughs> this is a process. Like I said, this might take a couple weeks, and that's okay because we're trying to stretch our thinking and learning. That's what this whole podcast series has about been for me, and I hope it's been the same for you. 
Now, I'd love to see those central ideas and lines of inquiry. Please, please, please. And no judgment because we're all in different parts of our journey. That's the magical part. Even I made a change midst this podcast episode because I didn't like it. That's okay. That is okay. Because this, I, these ideas and this process is constantly, you know, revolving and evolving as we go along. So good luck to you today, my friends. And I can't wait to learn from you. Have a wonderful day. And I just hope you come back for our last episode. It's not as hard. (laughs) All right. Talk to you soon.